That's a Shame is brought to you by the people who support us over at patreon.com slash shamecity. If you have a dollar, two dollars, a dollar to spare, join us again at patreon.com slash shamecity, please. Hello and welcome to another free, fantastic episode of... I thought you were going to say one more thing before episode. No, no. Free, fantastic, fungible episode. Is it? We're not an NFT show. We are today. Oh no, I thought we might be. (laughs) I'm really sad to hear that. This is That's a Shame, by the way. and And that is a shame because... The thing is, is I, I was really glad that I'd resigned myself to not knowing <laughs> anything about them and never, ever knowing anymore. Cool. Well, you're going to learn big. Oh, oh. You're going to be one of the top knowledge boys on the on I don't the want to know what they are because it's drivel. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Who are you by, well, by the Declan, dumps? I'm Declan. You're Isaac. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, we yes, all yes, know. Yes, we yes. all know. Look, let's I'm just get this over and done with. for a highly researched, highly lauded by me wow. episodes <laughs> of the show you're always lauding the episodes you research aren't actually you actually not always no? I've gone back and some of them total oh, shit which ones no, I won't be naming Delt names Quest. Three. Yeah. no that's top tier <laughs> whenever people send me tier lists of our episodes how often are they doing that 191 of them <laughs> which I receive do almost they, daily do they do it using the like smash tiers the smash tiers yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Delt Quest S tier every time I don't believe it yeah, weird. Three three point five, very low, or two point five, whatever. It is. <laughs> three point five. The man in it. the man in two oh eight. But yeah, I thought today's theme ought to branch out from because the remit of that's a shame is things that are a shame, right? That's that's, that's very what, much encompassed that's what by the do. title. Yeah, and there have been times, sure, where we've accidentally made episodes about killing Santa, <laughs> and <laughs> I suppose that's Whoopsie in a meta daisy. sense a shame. Yeah, because it's a shame that we failed to sort of stay true to the core principle of like talking about stuff that's a shame. We did get distracted somewhat by Christmas yeah, when we had done. started to talk about COVID. Super easily done. They both begin with C. But what I would say is once we had been distracted, yeah. my God, did we stick to that path see that and we, we yeah. really did. It's Yeah, it's absolutely important to me that we, even if we diverge into the yellow wood, we stay on whatever path we found. No, exactly. Um, And yeah, I thought, NFTs have been popping up a lot. I've got super into the idea of them. So much so that I've changed my Twitter profile to be all about them. Yes, I, um, I've seen. And the last time I did that was the Garden Bridge. And I'm still really into wow. that. So <laughs> NFTs for me, they're the Garden Bridge of 21. And you can you can take that to the Digibank if, if you will. So I thought today what we could do is... And first of all, by the way, we, we have... I've been on the phone to the lawyer. You know, the, the TAS lawyer. Oh, yeah. And he says we have He's to say at the start guy. that we are not financial experts and none of this counts as, <laughs> counts as advice or or indeed as accurate okay even as fact we're actually not allowed to use the word fact at any point that's from good. now on these are fun pinions fun pinions, and this is legally edutainment but we have to say the second bit much louder than the first edutainment that's it, yeah emphasis on the tain um but yeah i thought it'd be fun to find out because they are very much in the in the zeitgeist, in the public that, consciousness. They are, yeah. And like most things to do with cryptocurrency, you either know everything about them or you know you know one thing about them. And oh, I have the been latter. in the category of knowing one thing about them, which is just 
that they're so stupid they sort of defy belief the one thing i know about them is that they they destroy the environment yeah and we'll be we'll be talking about that although not too much there's also like let me just one thing i like to do when i'm teaching essay structure to students is i say you've got to make the prompt your own right even at undergrad level even at master's level you've got to manipulate the form of the essay to suit your strengths yeah and so you want to define your what scope. were your strengths my strength is i can talk about anything for as long as you want and it will sound <laughs> like i know what i mean but actually if you dive one layer below the surface mm, there's nothing we've got there. similar strengths nothing there. <laughs> um but i want to just define some of the scope of this project okay and for me i wanted to find out really what they are in a kind of technical sense uh, but not too technical because i don't want to bore myself and you to tears i wanted to find out some of the most egregious examples thereof Mm -hmm. and i wanted to find out a little bit about some of the obvious pitfalls but i didn't the the problem is i know that the nft world has an association with money laundering but there's very little being written about it so far Mm, because this is something that people just keep mentioning and like literally yesterday no friday i guess um, some financial task force in America published guidance about um, like specifically referencing the use of non-fungible tokens as a way of terrorists laundering money. <laughs> and, and so it's like, that's kind of flying below the that's radar also to some bad. extent so <laughs> yeah. far. So I'm unfortunately not able to find out a huge amount on that. So it's mostly focused on these questions. What are they? Why are they? How are they? Why are people Who are they? into them? And yeah, and really what's that all about? And why is it such a shame? You feeling ready? Oh, as I as I on the count of three, hands in NFT. Very cool. You I'm didn't, not saying no. You I didn't, didn't say. say. What are NFTs? This is the background section. That stands for non fungible token. Absolutely. Does it not? And do you now? We're not economists. No. <laughs> you an economical kind I'm of guy? Not, not even at all. I'm not an not econom- personally, economic, not professionally, economologist myself. But I understand fungibility as follows. Maybe I, I haven't looked this up, so let's just see what it is. <laughs> My understanding is that something is fungible if you, if and only if you can exchange it for the for, same for, thing. For, 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 so yeah. like currency. Because if I had a pound coin and you had one, and I was like, "Take this one," and you're like, "Your your one's shit," <laughs> I don't then like, like I feel like the currency coin. wouldn't work too well. Yeah, I guess things like gold is fungible because one bit of gold's worth the same as another bit of gold, right? Depends, but as long as they're of the same like quality, yes, or the same because the purity. quality of gold is about purity, right? So, yeah. so the gold itself retains that value, mm-hmm. which is why I personally, I have You've my got loads of it underneath the, the bed. <laughs> it's going to fall through the floor. So yeah. So the idea of something being non-fungible then in a currency sense is inherently interesting and, and seems odd. Well, it does seem like it's largely pointless. Now, please, that's a skeptical. I, We're you know, I've got this, I've got the Tim Volhound. Obviously my job today is, is as devil's advocate okay yeah yeah because cool. um, so in real I, life you'd fucking love that so i would get out I, i'm gonna get it out there at the beginning yeah, yeah that it does it it feels pointless and bad okay well i guess let's check in with that every few every few sections yeah, yeah, yeah let's go for it yeah yeah how that opinion evolves and how it changes and grows and develops oh definitely changing so the non-fungible token as we've said is technically it's a unique unit of data which is stored on the blockchain now how's your blockchain knowledge nothing it's one of those terms not that everyone a knows. thing i know a lot about the blockchain i'm an expert okay good i'm a crypto billionaire tell me what the blockchain the is. blockchain is a kind of virtual public ledger of transactions okay this is all true i think i could be wrong about some of this please tell me if i am but my understanding is that it's a digital ledger and the strength of the blockchain is its publicness and it's decentralized state. So you don't have to trust anyone to be keeping track of transactions. 
because it, it inherently cryptographically keeps track of itself. Okay. And once you store a transaction into the blockchain, you can't ever edit it because it would require going back to the original, the very beginning, which is of- which is Jesus God. He's, he was, the, he was first the first on the blockchain <laughs> um, to edit that because everything is like interlinked yeah. mathematically speaking. And if you if you do any kind of transaction, is it inherently and immediately available on the blockchain, or yeah. do you have to the blockchain, Do you have to put it on there? The blockchain is a somewhat uh, non-descriptive term because my understanding is that a blockchain can be created okay. by consensus of some organization. So. As I understand it, different cryptocurrencies participate on different blockchains. But you could set up blockchain like we we could have blockchain for like who took the rubbish out most recently, right? And just store that information in a way that just shows how few times but, it's either of us, and how many <laughs> times it's our flatmate. But what I mean is, like, I I I'm not responsible for remembering to mark it in the ledger. No, 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 it will automatically yeah. if i do a transaction it will appear right. there because that is part uh, again to the limit of my understanding part of the buying into a digital currency or mm-hmm. or transacting in like bitcoin rather than ethereum or mm-hmm. dogecoin is that the platform has its own set of like when you make a transaction that transaction is instantly recorded in a way that you can check and is hashed so that you can see well that's exactly the transaction yeah. i did it leads to some interesting situations where like You'll have heard all the people who know that they have loads of Bitcoin because they can see it and had bought it like 15 years ago yeah, or whatever. But don't but have can't access, get access to, it, to yeah. it. Or people who, uh, I didn't include this actually, but I was reading about someone whose NFTs were all stolen from their account. And the, you know, you know, when like a real art theft happens yeah. and they're like, oh, okay, let's look into that. Like maybe the police might look into it. Well, the answer if your NFT gets stolen is, well, no, no one, not yours, no one's no. interested. The blockchain says it's not yours because you, because the record of the transaction going out of your account, so you're fucked. Like there's no, yeah, there's no law that covers it as of yet because it's so new and, and cool. And just to say, you can't also in the same way, um, sort of fake things onto the blockchain. No, like I couldn't in your example, I couldn't just be popping on the ledger that I'd taken the rubbish out three or four times. No, because no one is, it's not you, as we say, it's not you that's like actually doing it. It's, it's a facet of the transaction itself. Yeah. It's just a consequence of it. Point on data. That's my understanding. It's probably relatively wrong, but but it's right in the spirit. (laughs) It'll do. It sounds right to me. Now this, I just want to read from directly the definition of an nft in terms was, of its technical bit. i was gonna say yeah you'd have to do that bit again because you said blockchain and then you had to explain it and i forgot the sentence yeah. that it appeared in so an nft we've established is not like currency and the way it's not like currency first of all is that it's a file and it's created when you upload a file and it can be any type of file to my knowledge mm-hmm. it can be a video what other types of file do you like photo uh, pdf P- yes i haven't seen any pdf nfts yet Probably wow. because it's such a cumbersome <laughs> six-letter initialism to navigate with your tongue. But it can be... I've seen music, I've seen videos, I've seen a lot of drawings of feet. Maybe we could call them PDFTs. That could be quite nice, but but I don't think it's going to catch on. I'm going to... Because they're purists in the NFT Who world. do I email about it, though? Yeah, that's the problem. Blockchain it's at hotmail.com. <laughs> yeah. So you upload a file to an auction site... And the most famous one, or the most prominent one I can find, is called, it's very annoying, it's called Nifty Gateway. Dreadful. Like NFT, yep. turning into Nifty. Yep, yep, yep. They're doing like the opposite of when companies take the vowels out and they're adding vowels They're putting in. their vowels in. They're adding all sorts of letters. That is in, new fact. and exciting. I guess that's disrupting I'm the vowel put, space. I'm putting that into the good column. Nice, okay. 
Are you, how big is the good column so far? Pretty Minimal. Oh, okay. Minimal. Bad so, column, I've got a page. <laughs> so when you upload this file, it creates a copy of it that's recorded on this blockchain, on this digital right. ledger as a hash. And this has even started happening with tweets, right? There's like a Twitter bot that you that, can tag and it yes. will hash someone's tweet or it will tokenize it, I think. Is now, that, that to me is the bit that I don't understand. All it is Because doing, what, 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 what I don't understand, I suppose, is more in a moral sense. Uh-huh. Of ownership like yeah of like if i if i did a if i did a thing uh-huh. if i did a tweet why you know bob is able yeah, to nifty it into a token and yeah. then he owns it i don't think that the ownership would really do anything there so much i mean i haven't looked into this a huge amount but my understanding is that just tokenizing something is like converting it into a form in which it could then be traded and perhaps if someone then for whatever reason, did manage to make money off your tweet, you'd mm-hmm. be able to sue them for like your intellectual property being. Violated. Okay, good. Yeah, because I was thinking that you know the 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 difficulty there is that fine if they want to do that and create uh you know the copy of it mm. and and tokenize it, I suppose. But then yeah, if they if they start making a, a mint off it and they're like, well, cool. Yeah. If you if you don't want to buy it from this lad, I've got a copy. Yeah, this is a problem that's not just NFTs. No, of course. Right? Like there's the. That really good essay that Emily Ratajkowski published last year about her sexual assault, but also about her a, a nude photo of her that an artist, uh, well, a photographer took the photo and then an artist put like made it look like a pretend Instagram post, right? And then like sold it and made loads of money, and she didn't get any money from it. Which I guess you know, there's legally, I think that is acceptable. But then like. She talked about how it was at the house of some someone in some position of power who was kind of flaunting her like naked form above their sofa or above their right. bed or something. And like when she had a meeting at their house, it was just like very weird. So I think that question of like owning rights to your own things is an interesting one that this exemplifies yeah. or accentuates, but it's not unique to no, NFTs. No. But yeah, so you upload your file to let's say Nifty Gateway mm-hmm. and then there's a copy of it on the ledger, which can then be bought with cryptocurrency of your choice and then resold. And then it can just go on in perpetuity. Now it's, now it's like tokenized as, mm-hmm. as we say, although an artist can sell an NFT representing a work, the artist can still retain the copyright to the work and create more NFTs of the same work. Now this opens a real can of worms about like, why are you going to buy it? Why are you going to buy the second <laughs> and copy? The of answer this? I've done an hour of research into this. The answer is there is no reason to buy them yeah. at all. Really, even the first ones. (laughs) Even even the first ones, yeah. Yeah. The buyer of the NFT, and this is another key and bizarre point, does not gain exclusive access to the work, nor does the buyer gain possession of the original digital file. A person who uploads a certain work as an NFT does not have to prove that they are the original artist. And there have been numerous cases where art was used for NFTs without the creator's permission. So that's all good, right? That's just a good column. That's the bad (laughs) column. it's, It's racking them up. The other thing here is that, like... Am I to understand that the non-fungibility element mm. is that they've exchanged cryptocurrency for the work, but then you can't exchange your work for another work because the value is like, it's impossible yeah, to kind yeah. of equivocate. Which I think is true generally, right? That's a market. You, thing, right? you can't swap, can't swap the Mona Lisa. Yeah. For, yeah. But you could, but yeah. like, there's no agreed upon market forces to determine the price of it relative no. to that. So I guess that's like... It is weird. In it's it's another instance where like NFTs expose something that's already quite weird that we've just kind of accepted, 
And that's really the theme of, of what I found is that like everything about NFTs seems just to be like the brightest lit version of how fucking weird selling art already is yeah. like and owning art and things. Now I, I you know, I don't want to jump the gun uh-huh. of perhaps a lead that you've buried oh, to yeah. mix some, some, some phrases here, but what um is the point of owning any of it at all <clears throat> as, as opposed to as opposed to just, just having having cryptocurrency and also looking at a picture yeah it's a great question uh, i haven't buried this lead because i can't find an answer oh i see that's good i read loads of reddit comments about people who've been buying them and some of the answers are fair enough they want to like support an artist that they like okay um although i would suggest there are probably better ways of doing so yeah um although perhaps less profitable ways for the artist as we will see mm-hmm a lot of it does seem to just come down to, and this is like a direct quote from a crypto analyst who's quoted in absolutely every article, quote, bragging rights. Good. So <clears throat> Good. it's just, th- and this is again- Because like, we, we already had a kind of economic system based a lot around that. Mm, and it, it was really flawless, good. wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. But I, I thought that this was very stupid. And then once again, to, to return to the way in which it's exposing the stupidity elsewhere. Like, I've always thought this about buying a print of an artwork. Like- mm-hmm. If I wanted to have the Mona Lisa in my house, I could have a copy that is equally high resolution to the copy in the Louvre. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, who's not getting a penny of that? <laughs> Old dead artist. Leo <laughs> being looked over. Pauper's grave. Um, which, yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's similar. Mm-hmm. What's good about owning the original? Nothing that good, I don't think. Like I've bought things where they're a limited run of something that has then become unlimited or which isn't like materially different to yeah. the non-limited version. The Baba book. <laughs> the, yeah. The, actually the Baba book, which is the book from the Babadook, which is one of my prized possessions guys signed by Jennifer Kent. It's horrible pop-ups. Very, very and good. And if you rip it up, it comes back, which is really good. <laughs> that probably was worth the purchasing. Book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I think there's a, an artwork somewhere in this room. That's like a print of like a more expensive version mm-hmm. of, of something that I could have just got that's like, I don't really understand the difference between a print and just a printed artwork. Yeah. They sound like they should be the same thing. Yeah. But my understanding is that they're not. There's like the original, which sells for a billion dollars. Then you can get like limited edition prints, which sell for like 10% of that. And then mm-hmm. you just buy like a photo of it. And I personally would be very happy just to have a photo of shit. I suppose that like a distinction is that if, if you have like an emotional attachment to something, yeah. then it's worth having something that is, Certainly, certainly, if it's physical, yes. like the original, there's something that can be said for that. It doesn't necessarily seem to me that that translates to owning a hash that represents or a JPEG, the thing. like owning yeah. a, a copyable image. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's because. And then the again, it makes even less sense to do so, kind of as a form of monetary, mm. like it is, storage. It is strange. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I wanted to talk about the history of NFTs a little bit because this was something I didn't know at all. They've been around for a lot longer than I thought because I've only really heard of them in the last Week. six months or something. But the original idea comes from around, I think, 2012 when someone just posted a, a blog post that was like, what if we do this? And the this, <laughs> the this that they were that's, then that's, talking that's about. That's a powerful type of blog post. Yeah, it was an idea called Coloured Coins, which sounds like a kind of Mario thing. And in mm. fact, it is a Mario thing. We have to collect red coins sometimes to yeah. get a key. And the idea was that you could colour, which is a verb which here means nothing. 
It Good. means nothing. Like I looked, I read yep. a paper on this. It was 38 <laughs> pages long. And the, there was a bit that described the details of what coloring was. And it was just do something to them to make them different. Even if it's just saying that they're different. Yeah. You color a quantity of bitcoins, uh, the smallest denomination of which is called a Satoshi named after the Nonsense. pseudonym of the person who made Bitcoin. I didn't realize this. No one knows who it was. Uh, yeah, I, I did know that. Yeah. Satoshi Nakamoto. Nakamoto. Very cool. Just a, just a, a cool guy. Dude's rock. <laughs> and you just sort of state that you've got, that you're going to honor some obligation to whoever mm. buys these colored coins off you. Again, like they're not colorful. I can't stress that enough. They won't look nice. They're not. No, no, no. They won't be lighting up your room. Are they, they physical? They're they not don't physical. They spin around like the cool, the cool pennies in Mario's mm-hmm. world. They are just nothing. Is they it a coin nothing. or is it a digi coin? It's a digi coin. It is a digi coin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause um, they don't, they don't have color anyway. No, I guess, I guess you could maybe attach it paint or something. One, yeah. yeah. But and yeah, then you could sell that as a non-fungible type. I'm fucking gonna. <laughs> and one of the proposed uses in this paper that I read was called What they've invented is property. Reddit silver. Like yeah, that's pretty much. what they've done. And smart property is the idea that if you own some coloured coin or some yeah. amount of these coloured right. coins, that this would be like a digital and traceable and like authenticatable proof of ownership of. And the example they give is a car that could be made in a very draw the rest of the owl sense <laughs> to only work if you have those colored coins in your Bitcoin wallet. So like your car would, would check your Bitcoin wallet and it would, if look, it was purple it would instead of for, green is colored. Yep. <laughs> and if it finds that, then it, it goes it will from, go. but otherwise it just sits there a big, a big sort of mm, paperweight on the road. That sounds like a worse version of a car. Yeah. It sounds like it would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not only would never, but could, could never. Um, and of the seven use cases which this paper suggests, which also include like equally speculative things like let's just replace the whole system of like bonds and company stocks with coloured coins. Now keep keep in mind, <laughs> keep those in mind for, for the quote that I'm going to read at the end of this section. Um, the final suggestion is called decentralised digital representation of physical assets, which he describes as a quote hypothetical use case that is not proven to be viable, mm. but is eagerly anticipated <laughs> by some groups. <laughs> Good, and that was basically like the theoretical groundwork for NFTs as I understand it. And we're going to replace the whole system with this, Fucking are we? Yeah. Good. In one of the final chapters um, entitled Demerits of Coloured Coins, Rosenfeld, which is the writer of this paper, identifies as the closing point <laughs> the potential problem of, quote, legal concerns. <laughs> it's such a little throwaway bit. It's really funny because it's like right at the end of a chapter. And of course, I'm sure there is the problem of it being yeah. totally illegal. <laughs> and but... being used to like NFT fucking beheading of vids. Not just being illegal, but also facilitating further <laughs> illegality. But once those hurdles are cleared... <laughs> which I'm sure they will be like everything in the financial world. It's just a tick in a box. Yeah. Because they, they moderate themselves, those guys. Yeah, exactly. They're famously ethical. <clears throat> but I'm sure it's just a formatting thing. But it does... The way that the paper is laid out, like yeah. it's section 2.3 demerits of whatever <laughs> colored coins and then the you scroll down that page and it finishes at point two or whatever and then if you just scrolled again you'd think it was a blank page but actually it just says at the top legal concerns <laughs> with colored coins embedded in host in a host blockchain any legal issue with the guest assets assets such as uncertainty about security trade regulations mm-hmm. 
or, and this is a very <laughs> problematic phrase, specific unsavory assets might mm. project into the host blockchain. This issue deserves more exploration, but it's the author's belief that the inclusion of multiple entities in the same blockchain will only reinforce its position as defying traditional legal approaches. The idea of defying traditional legal approaches, very good. That's a the very, idea of, that's a very, very poetic way of saying criminal. Yeah, it's very aperture <laughs> science. When I, when I went to the shop and I took a bunch of beers without paying for them, defying, I was defying oh, the regular legal expectations. Very cool. Yeah, but yeah. I just love the like nod to specific unsavory assets. And let me tell you, like I said, a solid 40% of the most recently listed NFTs are just gifts of feet, like drawn cartoon feet. So good. to me, that's unsavory. That's not good. Andrew Steinwald, who is a crypto investor, and I was just going to use the quote that I found because it's very funny, but I also then looked into him and he's launched a, a firm, which is like an investment firm mm-hmm. called Svermion. Stop. <laughs> Which describes itself as a metaverse native investment firm. It just it's all meaningless. And the metaverse is defined. It's good when you when you create a, a investment firm that is in a field you have to also define with a name good, that yeah. you cannot that you made allow. <laughs> and the metaverse is just what he calls like esoteric crypto shit, like art and and virtual worlds tokens, which is like. I buy a sword for Second Life or something. I don't think that's a thing, but that's the idea. Anyway, he said, <laughs> Coloured coins exemplified a huge leap in Bitcoin's capabilities. However, <laughs> their downside was they could only represent certain values if everyone agrees on their worth. And I thought, okay, well, I mm. guess that's true of money as well. Yeah. Right? Like if we all were like, £10 is nothing now, then that would fuck it up a bit, but not quite in the same way. Bitcoin's scripting language was never meant to enable this type of behavior within its network. Thus, colored coins were only as powerful as their weakest participant. For example, three people agree that 100 colored coins represent 100 company shares. But if even one participant decides (laughs) they no longer equate colored coins to represent those companies' shares, the entire system will fall apart. (laughs) Which is just like... I love that it's not... It couldn't be a more fundamental problem. It's not even a technical problem. It is just that any any individual on Earth who gets involved can bring the whole thing down on a a whim. (laughs) It's very, very weird. Can I do that? Can I just... I might do one. Yeah, we're going to be big on NFTs. I'm going to go in and say, all of the coloured coins are mine now. <laughs> all your coloured coins are mine. And to they're them. each worth a billion. Thank you for That's asking. A billion what, they'll ask? Oh. Yes. yes. A billion fun. You keep handing it over and <laughs> I will let you baby. know when, when we're done. Now, I've got tired of going through in such minute detail. So I've just prepared a kind of annual timeline of Bitcoin, I mean, mm-hmm. NFTs to the present day. With the like highlight reel. Yeah. In 2017, a company that goes by the very, in my opinion, not an evil name of Axiom Zen wow. launched something called Crypto Kitties, which I'd never heard of. But it was what a. What was the, um, what was the name of the, the stuff that Snowden revealed? Fuck. There is the like never five remember. eyes. There's the, there's something that's basically Hydra. It was in the, yeah, like it was within the CIA. Prism, I think. Oh, it's yeah, called, Prism is with it? the, the logo. With the logo. Like the you're just like, imagine. and you're just like, what? The, I think it's on one of the Charlie Brooker things. He's like, you do wonder why a, a secret code plan needs a, a logo, <laughs> but here if we you're go. Have one, you you know, might as well go as the whole log, yeah. So Crypto Kitties, which maybe we would like to get into because it crypto sounds like kitties, a lot of fun. Yeah. As in, as in as the in like, we've, oh, okay. As in cats. I, Not I as thought, in the money. I thought for a no. second, mate, 
No, that, that would be too... <laughs> too too fungible. Would, oh, God, I'd be exchanging it all over Careful. the gap. <laughs> don't, don't be fucking funging it. Sorry, my, my coloured coins are fungible. Oh, I just, yeah, mm, just thought I'd throw that in. I'm not happy about that. Yeah, it's a blockchain. Sorry, and so are all of yours now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blockchain-based virtual game that allows players to adopt, raise, and sire virtual cats. <laughs> On a blockchain. I hate, I hate the use of the word sire. One why, these, why does it make it sound like they themselves uh, are doing the siring? Did you, you cats? The virtual... I'm just reading from Wikipedia at this point because it's so Imagine weird. reinventing Nintendogs, but it costs yeah. money. Uh, not just money. The highest selling cat went for $117,000. Uh, the virtual cats are breedable. That's good to know. Well, they're siring all over the And gap. they carry a unique number. Ha- very cool. Very good. <laughs> and 256-bit distinct genome with DNA and attributes. <laughs> I know you just saw this bit. It says a 256-bit distinct genome with DNA and different attributes, brackets, cat-tributes. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. What I what I do enjoy is the the way that this kind of not even very subtly sets up a way that we ourselves can can soon become NFTs yeah, because my my unique two hundred and fifty six attribute genome, genome on an NFT. Gonna, <laughs> if wow. you did that, you'd make so much money as the first yeah. person to sequence their genome and then, sell it as an NFT. And, and then they don't technically own me, but they will clone you into an army of terrorists. Well, I, that's fine. That's it's not me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, these attributes can be passed to offspring. Several traits can be passed down from the parents to the offspring. And there are a total of 12 attributes for any cat. Can can your cat... So, sorry. If, like, you... If you get two of your cyber kitties yeah. to fuck... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they make a sort of really shit cat... Yeah. Have you lost money? Well, I guess... Do you think it would devalue the parents if they had a shit kid? When you see a family, if you saw, well, like, yeah, two... Like, if you, two parents and if like, you have an right but pet. if you have like a if if we're talking about like in the real world hmm. if you've got a bull and it and you're or if you've got tom hanks weird son who does that jamaican accent all the time like yeah, that lowers tom hanks prestige and value yeah but like if you've got a bull that you're you know putting out to pasture to sire more cows yeah. and it makes shit cows it, its value goes down yeah but i wonder if if it's like I don't know how it works. It might be randomized attributes to some extent. So it could be that they still have the innate potential to produce like the, the giga cat, the giga kitty, as it were, at a later date. I just don't know. I just, I just this is going in the bad column. Know. I'm just, <laughs> well, let me see if I can swing Does, that around. Just because uh, like it is important to draw a distinction here. Is it just that you don't know or is it that there is also no Science answer? <laughs> is not ready yet to, to weigh in on attributes. Some of our greatest biologists have been digging deep. And has computer anything. just given up? No. Oh, okay, that's oh yeah, good. it had. It's back, it's back. We fixed it. It was actually fine. There are a total of 12 attributes, and I do think these are going to... Just get your pen ready over the good column. They're all going in. Okay, here we go. Pattern. Bad. Mouth shape. Bad. Fur. That's Eye good. Shape. Bad. Base colour. Accent no. colour. Highlight colour. Eye colour. An optional wild environment. Prestige and secret attributes, attributes. Prestige is so bad that I've moved fur no, from the good oh, into the bad oh. column, um, making it a total 12 out of 12. On March 20th, 2018, it was announced that CryptoKitties would be spun off into its own company. So Axiom, Axiom Hydron, whatever they were called, Axiom Zen, 
said, you know what, CryptoKitties, you're ready to go alone. Oh. And they've just raised, because obviously this is like, it's nothing. They're selling nothing. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. there. They're drawings of cats. They're not very good. I'd like a drawing of a cat to be good. And then, then these are not very good. You've done a good drawing of a cat. Very before, good. Yeah, yeah. I did one quite recently. It was actually. down at girl's party as and well. And my that... little devil that I made recently well, had cat. cat. He had cat-like qualities. Okay. That's fair to say. Cat tributes. Have you, have you niftied it yet? I've better fucking had it. Get it out there. Yeah, I think I shall. But it managed, I guess maybe some people just really liked them and they were being, there was a lot of press that was like, this is Beanie Babies now. This is the new Beanie Babies. We're all going to be putting the up. The thing is, it's not, it's not the new Beanie Babies because it's shit. You can't shit. hug them. Yeah. <laughs> um, it raised just the 12 million. It's amazing dollars. that Beanie Babies as well managed to be so successful without anything approaching a unique 256 yeah. bit genome, isn't it? Fucking It's amazing. almost like people weren't interested in that. But yeah, the $12 million that they raised was very good. Oh, good. Later on though, Crypto Kitty. Oh yeah, the the best one actually. I was wrong. One actually went for one hundred and forty thousand dollars. Oh good, which is good. And then this is a very weird bit. In May twenty eighteen, Crypto Kitties launched their first celebrity branded Crypto Kitty with Stephen Curry, who is a basketball player. Yeah. As part of the partnership, Curry was given three Crypto Kitties with special imagery. Now I don't know if that gets you as hot under the collar as it does well, us crypto that's going investors. in the good column let me tell you <laughs> but I fucking love some special imagery the first of which he put up for auction the company later suspended the auction however claiming that Stephen Curry was not as involved as they initially thought oh no the company was later sued for trade secret theft over the Stephen Curry collectibles which I can't fathom I don't didn't they get him involved? Steal? The court ruled in the company's favour, stating that, quote, the evidence demonstrates that defendant, not plaintiff, developed the idea to license digital collectibles using the likeness of celebrities first. So it sounds like, it sort of sounds like Stephen Curry thought he came up with digital. I'm, <laughs> I'm confused as to who was angry. Everyone actually. Oh. The, the whole community was up in arms. Oh. We actually we added a new attribute called Angometer. So so hang on. So the company decided that they were going to do specials. They Stephen wanted to do Curry. Some, some hot cat. Yeah. With Stephen. So they gave him three. He wasn't as involved as they thought. But who who said that? Like who kicked yeah. off? No, he just wasn't because it sounded like they got angry at themselves and then <laughs> yeah. took themselves to court. That's and NFTs, the court ruled baby. in their favour, as indeed it, it had to, because <laughs> whichever way it went. Versus themselves. <laughs> it's the battle of the century. In October 2018, CryptoKitties reached the milestone, and you remember we celebrated in this flat, of a million cats being bred. What a milestone. Stop. A million cats bred. sired. You can't. <laughs> with a volume of 3.2 million transactions on its smart contracts. In November 2018, Dapper Labs, which was the company they spun out, Raised Dapper laughs. Dapper laughs. <laughs> she, knows. she knows. Raised an additional $15 million in a venture round and they doubled its valuation in this round. So it's now oh, worth, good. let me, it's worth lots. Oh, okay. And, and what's it worth that all for? Well, it's drawings of cats. I'm going to start drawing cats, man. You honestly should. Like the, the takeaway from this is that we Everyone should, should just be drawing and shit and NFTing it all day. Because if we do enough of them, then one of them will go for a billion. Dollars. And I don't care if anyone owns it. No, I, they can have it. Can I put up like 
I mean, I can because it's any th- any file, right? Yeah. So should I just start uploading all the lessons I plan to Nifty? <laughs> See if anyone wants to buy my lesson yeah. on on like Pythagoras in three D. What if you accidentally start a huge marketplace for this though, and then you just become like known as the the lesson the maths NFT guy, and you have to build your whole personality around it? I that's fine because I'll do it by saying that they suck. Ah, negging the NFT. Yeah, is very cool. In 2018. Um, it was a great year for the kind of NFT sphere. I'm sure you remember. We're only at 2018. And one of the cool things oh that happened God, was that trading cards bad. became a big thing, uh, as well as in-game items for games that I've never heard of, you've never heard of. Good. They sound bad, and they probably are bad. And it was in 2018, amongst what I recall to be a very pleasant political climate, that the rare Pepe market began to flourish. Of course. And this was the trading of Pepe the Frogs, the alt-right frog, created by someone who but disavows the alt-right. Yeah, he's, of it. he's not... Yeah. He's not an alt-right frog. Well, I don't know. He's I, not an alt-right frog. I see him as quite an alt-right guy. See, you're part of the I problem. I think he's been co-opted to the point where it's meaningless to say that he's not because he just represents alt-rightedness. In the in the documentary, yeah. which is very good, mm-hmm. um, there's a bit where, because he gets listed as an official like hate symbol, hate symbol and the guy goes to be to like visit the organisation that... Where he's in prison. Designated. <laughs> They've got a drawing yeah. of him behind bars <laughs> next to shaking. Hannibal Lecter. And, uh, and he's like, here's all the reasons why like he's not. Um, uh-huh. And lays out a very good case for like taking him off of the list as actually doing more um, benefit than harm. Uh-huh. And like all the ways in which like it had been rehabilitated. Okay. And the guy is just like, well, I don't really like the frog, like so he stays on the Fair. list. I mean, it just can has to go. <laughs> but yeah, they started making sometimes just memes and sometimes like cards of these. And the highlight for that year was that in 2018, a guy called Peter Kell bought what I guess is by definition now the rarest Pepe, which is called yes. Homer Pepe. Uh, yeah, he's, and a half he's in the, the dock. Is he? Yeah, and he's just a, tell me about him. Cool he guy. is a douchebag. <laughs> he is exactly what you what you think he is. Just yeah. read, have a look at the card. Read the text on it as well. It says Homer Pepe, and it's got and there's just Homer green he's Homer green. in the clouds, but he's got red lipstick like a frog always does. Heart unknown SPD equals immobilized ELE equals yep. sort of I don't know emoji. Yep. Yeah, it's too small to read. And then it says, wait a minute. Well, it actually I'm... says, wait a minute. Oh, wait a <laughs> minute. Wait a minute. I'm a Pepe. And the rareness score is just the one, one out of one. one. That's 100% rare. What about the fact that Graham Linehan keeps referring to him as Peep the Frog? Does it? <laughs> yeah. On purpose? <laughs> no, like that's just... what he thinks it's called. But it doesn't say that, Graham. No, it doesn't. Damn. No. It's another area where he is lacking. Now, keep that frog in mind he's going to come back quite recently 2019 is a quiet year for crypto that's not true it was a it, the only thing i could be able to include here was that nike took out a patent nike if you're american mm-hmm. for nft sneakers personally what I, does that mean the what is the what like, chocolate does, teapot what does that mean nft sneakers called crypto kicks what does it mean though yeah what is it yeah yeah it's, a, well, what it's, it's is just crypto it? kicks on, but on what the NFT. But what is it? Well, they're on the blockchain. Do they exist? Can I wear them? No. Well, right. you could wear them on your Avi. So what the fuck are they? They're just probably pictures or they could, I suppose, be like but why do you need for But why do you need to patent that? Because it's just well, it's not, a drawing of a shoe. Yeah, it's a great one. You though. don't need to patent that because it's, it's not, not that patented. no... patented. What did they... They, ju- they... they patented the idea of them. 
But they're right. like they're the the thing that you would be getting as a consumer is the NFT. So hang on, so file. hang on a minute. But like, so does that mean now I cannot draw a shoe? No, no, no. It means you couldn't set up crypto kicks. You couldn't set up Uncle Dex crypto kicks, which would mean trousers, first of all. Right. But yeah, you couldn't make your own crypto kicks. You could come up with a different idea for them. So is it a separate thing? Uh no, it's just an NFT so what brand. I- what is it? Kicks. But that doesn't mean anything. It's like here's an idea. It's like within the domain of soft drinks, you've got right. Coca-Cola. Yeah. So Coca-Cola patented Coca-Cola the drink. Mm-hmm. Um this is a bad example because they also own so many others. But imagine within the domain of NFT, they patented the brand Crypto Kicks. That's my understanding. Right. They've patented or they've taken copyright out on the idea of Whatever the crypto kick so, is with <clears throat> Nike's particular so, flavor. So I can I could draw a shoe. Yeah, I could draw a Nike. A tick on I it. could draw a Nike shoe. Possibly. And I could upload that. Possibly. And I could sell it. I just can't call it a crypto kick. I think that's all true. I'm not a, an intellectual property Meaningless. expert. I'm going to call it crypto kick with an extra K on Or the with end. an X. I thought yeah. it was pretty cool. Because they didn't do that. They this just is, did kicks. This is just the Bojack Horseman thing where Todd like proves in court that Disneyland is spelt wrong on their original contract. <laughs> like it's yeah, just like the stupidest thing. So crypto kicks get that on the good column. It's bad. Bringing us forward in time. The first we're in kind of present day last year to, to today. And the first big like art sale I can find, because this is really where it's gone now is art yeah. particularly visual art. And the first big art sale I can find is from the museum of crypto art who purchased an NFT on our fave, Nifty Gateway. They, good, they're a sponsor good, of the show. Yep. Use the special link, niftygateway.com forward slash Declan's Crypto Kicks with an X. <laughs> you get 10% off your next Pepe. You're going to get me sued by now. <laughs> and someone purchased a piece of art called Picasso's Bull, which I don't know if it is just a Picasso artwork that this person's done a drawing of or just mm-hmm. indeed snapped a photo of for $55,000. Uh, and that was by Trevor Jones. And then... The biggest, the thing that I think really kicked it off um, this year or really like sprung it into the spotlight was our pal Grimes. Now, you love Grimes. I'm lukewarm on Grimes, which is to say that I really actually don't like Grimes at all. What, why do I love Grimes? I thought you were just a big fan of Grimes. I, I like some of her songs. There you go. But you, I think you also say you respect her as a kind of artist and as Elon Musk affiliate. No. I think you've said that on the show no, a few times. I, I haven't. Um, oh, okay. I must don't. be misremembering. Um, but yeah, Grimes, famously the mother of X-Ash, A12, whatever he was yep. called, um, sold a series of 10 pieces on the Nifty. Nifty Gateway. The no way. And I just thought I would read how they described the auction. Grimes, a multi-hyphenate artist, very annoying thing to say, is well known for her music and visual language. She's taken form as a simulation combining gamer fantasy, anime, and what they would pronounce as manga. I would say manga, but I'm ignorant. Science fiction, apocalyptic omens, and anachronistic fashion, among other genres. That's got big word count energy. I'm I'm going to kill myself <laughs> on air like the guy from Network. Her most recent series of artwork, War Nymph, capital W, capital N, one word, is realised with her collaborator, Mac Boucher, perhaps? Uh, who is also her brother, I believe. War Nymph, you're wondering what it is, right? Ask me. 
Oh, God. What, but, what is it? But, sir, what is Warnymph? Ask me, like, in a cool way. Sir, yep. what's Warnymph? Warnymph? Great question, young man. Do you, you want to buy? Oh, no, I just am interested. your money first and I'll fund you big time. <laughs> Warnymph is the goddess of Neogenesis. She battles oh, the destructive force of obsolete ideas and systemic decay that threatens <gasps> the future. She's nothing. She embodies the power of perpetual regeneration. She's going in the bad <laughs> That manifests in a state of infinite infancy where she sheds her old skin of corruption. That paragraph is like beautiful. Now the important thing is, does she wear crypto kicks? Well, hold on. No, she doesn't. The first of her kind, Warnymph is a digital entity spliced from a pixel DNA of the organic human Grimes. The organic human Grimes is a very, that's very Twitter bio really tru- energy. Really troubling. Merging the raw images of a photogram- photogrammetry scan, sure, enunciating her iconic tattoos. Imagine describing a photo as enunciating something. What a fucking cunt way of phrasing this that. This whole paragraph With has a, made me so a sad. retopologized mesh that was sculpted, modeled, and morphed into a variety of forms before being permanently sealed into the body of a baby angel, a cherub. She exists in the liminal state of the virtual world, a Grimes narrative universe within an alternate history of mythology and the infinite fragments of the future. Did earn it. Did Ernest Klein? <laughs> he was jacking off this. on this. Yeah. She's a pioneer in the rapidly expanding metaverse that we heard about from Svinimum. Sphin- oh, thank God. Sverm. Grimes, with the Warnimp project, explores the fluidity of identity in the virtual age. She doesn't. The ability to create, augment, and splinter ourselves into unlimited she avatars. She's not done that. I.e. photos. <laughs> create boundless worlds. I.e. photos of worlds. Photos of tattoos. And build rich, complex lore. No. No. In this first limited edition NFT release, which portends more to come, in case mm. you missed out on this one. That that to me that to me is unlimited. Because <laughs> you have specifically yeah, said that it's not limited. War Nymph is presented in her earliest visual form and will continue to evolve as part of a broader I other kin universe. Don't care. And the ears are three. So that's that's what we call I, I don't care. So this this doesn't mean anything. The way this works, this manages to mean less than all the meaningless things that yeah, came before it. Yeah, it makes cyber cyber felines look like I'm fucking investing yeah, as we speak. Like I'm on my phone. Oil barrels. <laughs> there are petrodollar these cyber kitties. Um, so the way this actually operated so just was to, so just to be clear, what she did was she did a drawing. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. Come on, a drawing, a video. Oh, okay. So, sorry. So, she did a video. <laughs> she, no, no, no. Come on. Ten videos. She, sorry. So, she did ten videos and she sold them. There were two pieces. In the most pointless way she could. Yeah, there were two two pieces. We we use the word pieces in the artosphere. I didn't like the phrase series of artwork. Mm, that not, that not really ideal. did. That really did. What what's, what's the phrase? I don't know. I've I've jack t- off your mind. No, box. I was I was getting it's. I, I was going to say grind me up the wrong way because I was grind your gears. Grind, it, yeah, grind my gears and rub me up the wrong Clunk way. Clunk your cogs, as well. As Don't say one. that. Gum up your. Don't gum up your gu- no, gummy. No, you're doing works. that thing. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting too excited. Damn. You need to calm down. I was just feeling like the flow. I'm NFT like <laughs> an animal, so that you sit down. So the way that this auction operated, where there were two pieces which were like multi copies were available, right. limited. There were only yeah, there were only nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine of them available. They didn't actually. Oh, that. that's not that many. Is um, it? And they were short animations of a cherub, which I think <clears throat> we learnt was the photo. We don't need to go over it. We do not. We do not need to go over it. We already had to. And the cherub had through. a weapon, so that's quite cool. And there is a planet in the background, 
and they were for seven thousand five hundred dollars each. And then there was also I can't imagine she sold she sold many of no, them. No, no, no. There were a couple of one of a kind pieces, including one which was the highest selling piece, or it sold for the highest amount, called Death of the Old, which involved more flying cherubs, because I guess they modelled them the one time mm-hmm. they were like, let's chuck them it's in just, again. Yeah, copy paste. Uh, there, was a, there was a cross in this one. So that's cool. So it's religious. A sword and glowing light. And it was set to an original song by Grimes. That one was about $389,000 that one went for. In total, this otherkin universe war nymph artwork shit made $6 million. <laughs> Which is like really quite staggering. Every, and like, every single one of those dollars is going in the bad column. Yeah, I think so. I found Our pal um, on YouTube, uh-huh. what's his name, Faulkner, who makes all those religious yeah, yeah, yeah. animations. They he, super look like this. He needs to they he needs really, to get on it. I think his art is so much more valuable than anything <laughs> that I've seen on Nifty Gateway so far. She hasn't got the big snake that eats you for not going to church. No, that's true. One big snake that she does have, and this is a side note, this is a little tass tangent, because I didn't know this, but I was reading about Grimes and I was trying to look up like I don't really know much about her, but everything I know predisposes me to loathe her. Yeah. Um, mostly by virtue of loathing you know the kind of elon sphere that she participates in which i yeah. guess is potentially unfair but it's she not. has she has it seems chosen to associate Very herself quite deeply so. with the yeah. brand in 2015 she created a character oh, this is how they met by the way so in 2015 she created a character named rococo basilisk and this is a joke now the joke is based on two things the art type rococo style and then something that's called Rocco's Basilisk which have you heard of it it's an internet thing no it was a thing on a forum I don't really remember it that well but it was basically it boils down to the very simple it's like a thought experiment that someone posted on a forum that was like um, a kind of futuristic Pascal's wager for the modern age and they were like assuming that AI will one day exist and assuming that if you know if it goes on for long enough then it will one day like dominate and conquer then an AI would be incentivized to retroactively punish everyone who didn't help to bring the AI about earlier. And so they were like, based on that, uh, as soon as you know that an AI could exist, you have to work you towards be doing creating everything it, you can. Or you're fu- going to be fucked over. Yeah. Now, it's a very simple idea. It's not very complicated, right? Like, you can yeah. explain it in a forum post. And in fact, that's the only place it has been explained. Yep. People took it really seriously and there were like big articles about, about like this development in philosophy and it was peak like our bad philosophy, which is a great subreddit yeah. shit. Um, and so she created based on the merging of those concepts, a character called Rococo Basilisk for a video of her song, Flesh Without Blood. And in an interview with Fuse, she said, I don't know if you've heard of Rocco's, uh, Rocco's Basilisk. This character is doomed to be eternally tortured by an AI, but she's also kind of like Marie Antoinette. I don't, it's a bit of a non sequitur. Sure. Elon, <clears throat> this is just such a fucking great sentence to describe a normal thing that humans do. Elon was researching the idea of joking about Rococo Basilisk. Why? Which is such a Wait, fucking... Rococo or Rocco's Basilisk? Rococo Basilisk. So Go hang read. on. So he was researching the idea yeah. of joking about her character. No. Oh, he okay. separately thought of this joke. So he was looking to see if anyone else had done the and when joke. When he saw Grimes had already joked about it, he reached out to her. Grimes said this was the first time in three years that anyone understood the joke. Fuck off. They were both poking fun at AI. 
It's honestly like the biggest, and then everybody clapped. They deserve and that to burn. that basilisk was Albert Einstein energy. That's just <laughs> it's not a complicated joke. If you've heard of Rococo and you've been on the internet and seen that, it's not good. And the fact that they've based their whole relationship on it is a good. It's sign, so I'm contrived. Sure. Yeah, it's very very oh. shit backstory. Last few things to think about before we finish up. We've got a category I've just titled more shit. And this is Good. just like a highlights reel of the latest developments yeah. and big selling nufts, which I've just realized we should call them maybe nufts. No, let's not. I think that's good to call them nufts. Not, there's, there's no point changing 50 on, minutes in. On March 2nd of this year, the Homer Pepe, you remember from earlier, mm-hmm. Peter Kell sold it again uh, for 205 ETH, Ether or Ethereum coins, which is any guesses? What that might be? $200,000. And he posted on Instagram, this is an absolutely insane event in the Nuft world. I've definitely learned the value of digital art. More proof that Nufts are the real deal and will be a big part of how art is sold in the future, which I feel if I just made 300 grand, I'd be quite motivated to I say, would say that yeah. I'd learn the value of digital art as well. It's really a very like, true. Wow, yeah. It's, the, the value of digital art fell into my digital pocket. <laughs> Now, there's something called a CryptoPunk, which I have not heard of. But I'm going to flash you an image of a CryptoPunk. And I just want you to, like, just detail it for the guys, for the gang, for the the listeners. It looks like if you tried to draw Uh a human version of Squidward with 10 pixels. (laughs) And and also, he's wearing a hat. And it's very good, you'd say. It's the worst. (laughs) I've made a new column How much would you say it it was worth? (laughs) Oh, Just out of interest. Well, hang on. To me, or or really? Yeah. To no. me, it's worth closing the laptop <laughs> and just it's worth scrapping the episode. Again. But but I'm sure in the real world, yeah. it's worth two billion no, coins. No, no, no. Give a give a real guess. How much money do you think that that particular that particular one, one is worth? It was CryptoPunk uh, five zip four hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Seven hundred and sixty-two thousand dollars. That. <laughs> That JPEG of a little guy went for. Honestly, like, Dex has not overstated For what it. reason? For no reason. Right. Well, for the reason that it's just like, is it good? Because is it exposing that currency, like, nothing really relates this is just that, to the actual value? This is just an updated version of that iPhone app you could have that gold, did nothing, yeah, yeah. but it cost you £100,000 to buy or something stupid. Yeah. Um, in February of this year, one user spent nearly $900,000 in less than two hours to purchase 19 CryptoPunk NFTs. But luckily, like you, you're probably wondering, did they get Punk 2484, one of the rare 88 zombie punks? They did. And okay. that was the most expensive one. That was 311,000. But let Do me we just, have a picture of that? Let's... It's one of these. These are the 19. I reckon ah, it's probably that one because it's got green zombies. Right. I see. So... But they are, that's $900,000 worth of, of, Pixel guy. I'm I'm furious at the next sentence. The Can Nyan I just cat, say it already? Yeah, the Nyan Cat six hundred thousand dollars. They did remaster the GIF, which is oh good. well. Sorry, I take it all back because the That's original was a, good column. It wasn't very mastered. No, no. <clears throat> I, certainly, that was probably only worth about four hundred thousand dollars. A producer called Three Lau Three L A U has made more than eleven million dollars on selling like music and various stuff. I hope he gets run over. NFTs. And CryptoPunk 3100, um, which is the best, the most expensive CryptoPunk yet. Remember that last one where he had a purple hat on? Yeah. Can I interest you in this guy? Oh, he's got, he's got no hat, band. but he's got a sweatband. And yeah. that one, how much were we thinking? Oh, so the last one was 700 odd thousand, Seven, was it? Six, two thousand, and this yeah. one's the most expensive? Yes. Yeah, 1.2 million. 7.5 million oh, dollars. Oh. Yeah. 
Crypto point, crypto punk thirty one hundred though. Like you've, he's a good one. You'd want to have that one. I'm. In I'm, fact, you can. You can have I'm that one. I'm annoyed yeah. that in that you have been researching this instead of just making five hundred <laughs> of these and uploading them. Um, some drawings of Batman here. Let me just zoom in on those for you. Just describe those. They're they're quite good, aren't they? Oh, one of them is generic cartoon, and the other one looks like bad A level painting. They're quite they're quite good, though, right? Like, no, oh, they're they're worth probably six hundred eight thousand dollars, maybe. Sure. Not for like the actual printed out artwork, just for the JPEG. just for just to look at it, or maybe the. PNG. Did you have to pay that to to copy and paste no, it into your? Do- no, weirdly, I didn't actually. So, but. But like that's because you've got a, a secret kind of code. Yeah, I, yeah, I had to. Back it couldn't be that. Enough to, it couldn't be that anyone could just. It copy probably and paste couldn't because that would seem to make the idea of ownership it would quite really pointless. make it very pointless. <clears throat> Charmin. I could I could print it out and I could put it on a car and I could just park it outside you the could guy sell who it owns for its house grand. and and say hello. What are you going to do? <laughs> Charmin, Charmin. Yeah, they've released toilet paper themed NFTs, which they call <gasps> any guesses NFT. NFTPs, very cool. They go for about $2,100. And they're just sort of pictures of the bear. The world's first NFT digital house sold for half a million dollars. And Christie's sold the, this is the biggest one I can find so far. They sold the, an artwork called The First 5,000 Days by a digital artist known as Beeple. Not one I'm familiar with, but I'm not big in the visual art world. Yes, I heard about this. Um, and it was the first time that a purely NFT artwork was offered by a major auction house. Because Christie's is like, they sell real shit. Yeah. Uh, any guesses on? It was something like, is it like 68 million? It was very like that. It was 69 million. There we you go. Wanna, yeah. You want to just... You want to get... Well, that's the weed number as well, isn't it? Yeah, so. that's true. That is the weed number. Yes. So that's all pretty I was good. reading something about that um, because um, there was a guy who was doing a thread the other day about the big problem with with nifty oh yeah being that like if it goes down yeah. like then it all means nothing it yeah. all manages to mean less than it does and if it stays up it all means nothing yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like they were saying someone in the comments was saying that it's almost like a genius plan by them to have it all be so frail yeah because it means that people like the guy who's bought the beeple artwork are effectively strong-armed into keeping the company going. Yeah. Because if... It's like if it, scheme, yeah, sort of if it, yeah. If it goes down, then their their Beeple artwork means yeah. even less than it currently does. Which is a nice metaphor for, like, you know, the financial Too markets. Too big to fail. Financial markets that are so decoupled from the inherent value of anything, I guess. Yeah. Um, it seems to me that if everyone was just like, actually, none of this is worth anything. It's like they... But it, it's like what you said at the start. It's like they've... Tr- tried specifically to it's, make it as meaningless yeah, as possible. it's like a performance art piece about yeah. how capitalism has lost, lost if, its mind. If, if like, um, Mamet wrote this as a play, it would, it would be, be sort of laughed at. Yeah. <laughs> the, I didn't include this, but um, a philosopher, like an academic, did a kind of sort of performance art thing on Nifty, which I think has since been taken down, where he was selling uh, NFTs of philosophical concepts and so he had he had ones of like the type token distinction and it was like long descriptions of like well if you own this you like technically just do own everything because it encompasses he had like one that was this the set of all non-fungible tokens and then he had another one that you had to buy with it which is the set of all nfts including the nft which is the set of all of them yeah yeah 
which is just a very good idea, but they were sadly, I think, taken down. Oh, that's weird. Not not for any kind of not ideological for, reason. No, because they I guess they weren't good. They that, weren't good JPEGs, unlike the crypto. Yeah, they they weren't like yeah that dude with a headband. One or, discussion point which I was thinking of and um, haven't interrogated much. Maybe you'll have some thoughts on while I was looking at the crypto punks in particular because yeah. they are in every sense of the word shit. They are like, like I, the I quite worst. like pixel art sometimes. I think it can be quite cool. That we we've played like our countless indie games yeah. that have just better sprites absolutely that you and, got for free and they don't yeah the crypto punks they just don't look like anyone's tried but so i was thinking that and then i thought well hang on i often defend the principles of modern abstract art against mm-hmm. people who are like oh well anyone could have done that like tracy emin she just didn't make her bed left some shit around anyone could have done that and the idea that you know is is a common response is like well yeah anyone could have done but she happened to do that yeah so, like, if someone wants to ascribe it emotional or moral or artistic value in any form, or indeed financial value, that's their mm-hmm. prerogative. And I think, <clears throat> I wonder if I'm being hypocritical then in saying that because these crypto punks are so shit, and not just the crypto punks, let me make it clear that nothing that I've seen that's been transmitted as an NFT apart from the philosophy ones have been worth anything mm-hmm. in any sense. Yeah. Uh at all like no, categorically no, no. nothing nothing um but is that hypocrisy then because is it not just the same argument that people are making I don't about think so. about like white cat on a snowy day i don't think so because i think that whilst um there is obviously an issue surrounding art and markets and the and especially kind of like the art the, the world of kind of art sale yeah and the way in which yeah um specifically a lot of modern art is bought and sold for, in the same way, these kind of bragging rights. Yeah. Um, and to further proliferate the sale of Yes, art. and I'm sure that there are plenty of modern artists who are doing that. But also, it it is kind of a genuine evolution of art that people have created and responded Crypto to punks, quite mean. generally. Uh, sorry, genuinely yeah. um, in an emotional state, rather than uh, it being kind of like a little cottage industry of people who have just made these for the purpose of being sold. Yeah. Uh, and people are buying them for the purpose of buying them. Um, and it that does seem to have removed that there is, one layer of... Yeah, and intense. it's a really important layer whereby the art had any kind of meaning. Mm. Um, and again, I think the idea of the original being... a an even more meaningless concept in this regard because when the original is like an infinitely dispersible yeah inherently reproducible like if you want to you know you can have a picture of one of those big rothkos yeah but like there is one somewhere that is, that is the, the one, one and it is distinct from pictures of yeah. it and it takes up kind of physical space yeah you could t- you could lick it this you can't like lick a crypto pump this is the that. kind of you know, it's next stage of simulacra, right? It does Where this feel, is just yeah. simulation. This isn't, it isn't art. It is something that's kind of pretending to be art. It isn't money. It's something that's sort of pretending to be money. And it, it has like an even frailer relationship to anything that you could consider to be scare quotes real. Hmm. Um, and I suppose that that, that really does stem from the non fungibility element, which to, to this, to this day, to this minute of the pod, yeah. remains to me the most mystifying part of it all. Not the concept of it not being able to be sort of exchanged, but 
the reason why everyone has decided that's good? Well, I guess the it could be a, a kind of moral thing about like, well, art has a value that that you can put a dollar sign on, but you can't trade. Like it has to be a, the market that decides the value to these people. Mm-hmm. So you can't, like we said, swapping. How could you assess the trade of the crypto punk with the purple hat for the crypto punk of the blue and white without right. mediating currency to to describe our thoughts about how much the value actually was? Right, but how can you do that with the like initial concept of how can you ascribe the dollar value? Mm. Well, to the, it anyway? the, it's the it's the invisible hand of the market, right? Exactly. Adam Smith the the invisible hand of the market, but the market here is is even less meaningful than than it manages to be already. It, and it because, does in that respect again tie into because it's like, like yeah, performance it's just, art aspect. Yeah, because it is just of. it's it's like it's almost reverse engineered, right? It's like a completely contrived mm. um, marketplace whereby. The actual product, again in scare quotes, isn't. You're not getting anything. Yeah. Like you don't. You, you get don't, a record that says, "But I own this." But that stake, doesn't mean doesn't, anything. But because when ownership you don't, doesn't mean anything. It's it's almost like it's almost like a critique of capitalism. Like it is almost like a psyop where someone I set hope this up it to is. expose I the hope fact it that is. like owning owning an image is um, a totally meaningless concept. Yeah. Like. You simply don't, because lots of the NFTs are the image that is advertising the NFT. So you can go on Nifty Gateway and just right-click or write a bot in Python that just scrapes all of the images, and you, for all intents and purposes, own in every meaningful way exactly the, the exactly same amount, the same thing they paid. But, for. Yeah, and that is it. Like there is no. But what I find, I think, the most fascinating is that even in the, even in like the T's and C's, mm. it it says you don't like it's not like you know oh you actually the rules say you actually own it but in yeah, practice not but in you practice like, you can't yeah. the rules literally say you don't own it it could be sold again it could be reproduced could just be stolen. anyone can <laughs> copy and paste it without you doing anything about it so you don't you don't have anything yeah. and and more importantly almost no one on earth knows or even could know that you own it so it's, it's not, not it's not even very easy to check that's like no. another thing like, <laughs> the, like what's the end point of this like digital art galleries presumably is an idea that could work that could be quite cool or like a real world ga- a real world gallery of digital art mm-hmm. that's being like exhibited on loan whatever the fuck that would mean in this context from the owners quote unquote yeah like sure but how you how would you otherwise come across or prove the ownership? You'd have to show someone essentially a string of cryptographic information and say, that's me. Or you'd have to like log in. Like if I wanted to be like, oh yeah, I own a uh, CryptoPunk 732. And you're like, really? That sounds sick. How that's amazing. Call three mil. <laughs> and you're like, oh, can I see it? And I'm like, well, I'll Google it for you. Like, no, no, can I see your one? It's like, well, yeah, I'll log yeah, in. Yeah, this is it. Unless I log into the fucking site and show you my account that and show you like it in my fucking profile. Like, yeah. In what I just what I can't get my head around is what the sense what ownership feels like in this context. Like what is the qualitative experience of spending seventy million dollars that were thereabouts mm-hmm. on one image that anyone can that infinitely in every single article about it has a there. copy of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what does that this, feel like? This man bought this image for this much. 
here it is. Like, we've got it. We've yeah. got it just as much as he has. And outside of the very few instances of in which I can imagine people are genuinely, like, trying to support an artist they care about in a new and weird way, outside of those, which is clearly not the case when people are paying $6 million to Grimes for, for fucking shit. Yeah. By the sounds of it. Outside of that, like, my theory is that there simply cannot be a qualitative experience of, no. oh, this is what it feels like to own it. In which case... The whole system is just a house of cards of people nebulously chucking infinite money at an idea on the sole basis that it's going to increase in value and I can sell it back in a week or I can like hold on to it and it will establish a portfolio that I can then like sell to another nifty investor in, in a year. It's also really interesting that kind of more than any other market, it much like the, um, the colored coins, right? And how that was built on this very unfortunate premise of if one person decides that it's meaningless, <laughs> it all becomes yeah. meaningless. That it feels like we're just waiting for enough of a percentage of the people to realise themselves what you've just said, that there is no qualitative experience of owning it and it doesn't mean anything, that then the entire thing just crumbles. And in that way, I suppose, it's the ultimate test of um, cognitive dissonance, mm-hmm. right? I've bought it. And so therefore it must be good because otherwise I was a fool for buying it. Yeah. Like it's just constantly a constant cycle of self delusion that if it at any moment falters, the whole fucking lot is fucked. And that is also therefore like by analogy true of just financial. Oh yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, it's yeah, but it's really, it's, it's incredible to think that, you know, the, um, the stock market crash in like 08 is largely driven by this idea of people were selling things that turned out to be worthless. And it created this huge bubble whereby as soon as it became apparent how worthless it was, everything crumbled. And instead of, Instead of learning a lesson from Instead it. of the Fed investing in crypto kitties. <laughs> yeah. They sort of quantitative eased <laughs> a bunch of cyberpunks. A bunch of crypto <laughs> crypto punks, I mean. Um, but that instead, what has happened is they've taken the worst aspects of that and, yeah, and turned them. it into its own system. Yeah. It's like, it is like dystopian level. At, the, at the very least, you know, the concept of, of property, right? Mm. A housing market has somewhere along the line, tangible an actual, to need. Yeah, yeah, not not only need, but there are bricks and mortar yeah. that are there that, at the very least, you could sell for parts. Yeah. Not much, but there is something there that you can't just. I can't also like right click on the house and be like, oh, I I also own the yeah. house. Like I've got the house in just the same way that you have the house. The, I can't like just wander in and out and be like, hey guys, like I live here too. Yeah. Um. But so at least that was originally had some kind of worth that then via a, an awful lot of corruption had the worth taken out of it. But then here there was never even an attempt. To, to, it's to very give emperor's it. emperor's new clothes yeah sort of vibe, hugely yeah. the the house thing is a funny example because the person who made the digital house which sold for half a million dollars mm-hmm. posted like i don't think she had had participated in nifties before from this article yeah or at least the the way it was written and she was just like like i just made it in unreal engine like i'm a digital artist and i just sort of speculatively put it up 
and someone just paid this much for it. Like it just the bidding just went madder and madder. But like it's literally just something that it's not to detract from her particular artistic flair, but it's not like it's just a kind of game looking house. It's just a yeah. game house. And it is nothing in that regard. And it means nothing. I suppose you could probably, if you were far more optimistic than either of us are, make the case that perhaps this will like awaken people to how meaningless the idea of like property rights are in lots of respects and mm-hmm. how especially meaningless the idea of a financial system which is so far removed from actually meaning anything that affects the real world and is mostly yeah. just AI trading with itself for the benefit of of its masters. Yeah, where where value is determined by what people reckon the value could be. Yeah. Not, a, not even people, not even mostly. No, and not even not even based on what it is, but no. just how it sounds. <laughs> but like you you can envisage a world where people will be like, well hang on. If like if people are paying seventy million for nothing, then you know, does any of this mean But that won't happen. Let me just let No me no. Stop. Well it won't and it can't because it is it's too stupid and fringe for 99% of people not even to understand but just to care about yeah like you can't if if we you know we i don't know anything about it i i am online chronically yeah and i i don't know You're gonna a buy thing a about probably, it probably. yeah well now i will yeah. now i know uh, now we i know can, how much how good it is get the patreon on now the i've got punk. now i've got the good column filled <laughs> up to the max um and I don't know what it is and don't care and still don't. I care less yeah. now. Why, why, like, no one's going to have their great awakening. I for love this. the idea of the person that spent 69 million on that NFT, who, like, having misunderstood it and thinking that they're like, they're now just going around emailing everyone who used the picture. Sorry, like, guys. I think you're fine. You, <laughs> I own you this. You owe one. me uh, $4,000. I like to think of them more as, as like at the end of The Graduate, that they've sort of like got it up on the screen <laughs> and they're smiling and it just sort of slowly, Goes off slowly fades down. <laughs> so the final point, which is something you brought up before, is the environmental, which is just another aspect in, in, in which this is a shit idea and it's terrible and you ought not support it and you ought to do everything in your power to fuck it over, really. Mm-hmm. Even if that means, and it probably does, flood the market with so much Even shit. if it means Rococo's basilisk <laughs> is going to come back and yeah. eat the fuck out Why of you. <laughs> um, but as we know, the whole like concept of crypto is that it's based on computers expending meaningless work. Yeah. Right? Meaningless In every energy. sense, yeah. And so Bitcoin and Ethereum and all the cryptocurrencies already have like massive environmental impact. But bigger than a lot of countries. Yeah, Ethereum, which is, I don't think the biggest one, um, has a total like environmental footprint the size of the, or bigger than the entire country of Libya, yeah. right? which is like very cool. Um, but the annual energy use of NFTs so far is apparently on par with Ireland, which is very good. Now, lots of people have been doing I've seen a few people face backlash when they like hop aboard the NFT train and, mm-hmm. and like post an auction and be like, actually, yeah, I, I'm le- going to go and learn thoughts and prayers, going to listen and learn about the environmental impacts before I consider this exciting mm-hmm. avenue in future. But a lot of what people are doing is like, they will say from the proceeds, I'll donate, you know, X percent to reforesting somewhere or I'll like, yeah. I'll like uh, pick up a couple of cans or something. And what they're donating, that's physical cash, is it? That, that, yeah, it almost yeah. certainly will be. It, w- it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be that they're, it wouldn't be that they're donating cryptocurrency that 
then it's no, just going I to sort of propagate the I, same problem. Let me that stop they're... you there. I doubt that that's Okay, that's good. that's good. But even if they are, like all of the analyses of the biggest people that have done that have said that it's essentially like, you know, finding a, a house that's on fire and just sort of turning on a tap and then leaving. <laughs> like it's just such a minimal. Why don't we um, make a bunch of kind of videos and infographics about how bad... It is, uh-huh. and then and pop them, them on on Nifty. Fuck, that would be quite a meta nift. So I yeah. think that could really go down. We'll ask that philosophy guy how that went. <laughs> so yeah, that's our task deep dive into NFTs. Well, it certainly was a shame. It it certainly was a shame. We oh god are accepting. Declan will link our our Bitcoin wallet or our our NFT wallet in the. You show should notes. put all of the show artworks on there like why, why the not? fuck not yeah why not if you're a, if you're an outrageously rich idiot <laughs> then I'll, I'll sell you anything honestly <laughs> just hit me up tass at shame.city but yeah i think it's something we'll keep tabs on because i can see it only getting weirder before it before it inevitably oh, yeah. collapses or or you know it uses Takes so over much the world. power that there is none <laughs> Like there are only NFTs is a potential. Like, you and they and then they and... have to be fungible. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's the episode. I can't wait to like get on the bus and hand over crypto crypto punk three two one one <laughs> to get in to order Morden. to get. To... <laughs> Very cool. Oh dear. Sorry, mate. This will only get you as far as tooting. <laughs> now we've got a bunch of far more you know, real world grounded and economical and environmental ways of getting in touch with the show. If you'd like to send us any leads, any NFTs, transfer them over to our NFT from yours. Uh, you can do all of those things. Declan, why don't you talk us through some of your favorites? Let's have a look. Well, one that I, one that I don't love, yep. but that I also do quite like when yep. it's for the show yeah, is yeah. email. Oh yes. Not a personal fan, but if this is a profession, then I, I yep. professionally, I, I enjoy it. We call it NFT just, mail. Just not in my, actual job fair 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 um so tas that's t-a-s mm-hmm. at shame.city if you've got anything to send that way you can join the discord over at shame.city slash discord yeah, for that you can also find us on twitter at shame city gang Big. in just a couple of minutes we're going to be live on twitch.tv slash shame city i should say that's not going to be a couple of minutes from when you hear this though so don't get confused and sad if you know a couple of minutes from when we've recorded 2025 oh we uh, might not even say you downloaded the nft from your apple nft app and you we could be dead it. by then yeah we've probably been killed by the basilisk i guess yeah but we won't be there necessarily no give it a check though where is that uh that's as i said twitch.tv slash shame city yeah and Two that's hours. That's because there's two Ys on the end, because we've managed to lock ourselves out of our yeah. own brand. Just shame.city slash Twitch. Nice and easy. That's good. That, nice that'll be easy. better. Uh, Patreon.com slash shamecity. Mm, there's some good shit. content that's gone on over there this week yep. that, that portends even more content, Huge. which is, that's a big energy for us because we're always on the lookout for yeah. that sort of self-fulfilling content. And where's that? That was patreon.com slash shame city. Is that really expensive? Is that like $700,000? So what it is, it's, it's just the $5. Okay. For, it must you be could, you could really buy high. three pixels of a, of a crypto dude Good for luck. that. Good luck indeed. Um, it's five dollars, and what you get? get is you get you get bonus stuff every week, yeah. and you unlock all of the previous bonus content, of which there's, oh, there's a, an absolute there. smorgasbord of stuff there. It's there's huge. there's video content, there's audio content, there's more audio content. You get a private Discord channel where there's, we post NFTs. There's long audio content. There's short audio there's content. A there's a video. Oh god, it's crazy on there. <clears> Check big. it out. Check it out big time. Until 
next time. I've been Isaac. You've been... I've been Declan. CryptoPunks of tomorrow. We're out, guys. Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strides. I'm in the bare necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. Come to you